feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life Mother's Day week or the week leading up to Mother's Day. 
Um, and before I uh, go any further, Tammy, I would like to say happy Teachers Appreciation Week to any and everyone who is an educator. Please know that you are appreciated. Tammy, back over to you. Oh wow, is that is that this week, Lani? This week here? It is this. It is this week. Oh wow! Well, happy all that to you too. I had no idea. I need to. I need to do better. But uh, I had no idea <laughs> that that was this week. But but thank you for all that you do, and to all the teachers as well, because you guys, you are you are single teachers. <laughs> is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a show on that single teachers because uh, the the parental involvement today is. Uh, Slacking, so maybe that's a whole another show, right? I mean, a whole another topic. Um, but for sure, thank you for that, for all that you do as well. Um, it's a struggle even in that area of life. So, yeah, I I I I, I copy that for our teachers and educators. <laughs> so, um, I'm excited about tonight's show as well. Um, I definitely have walked those shoes, and and I I feel like I'm I'm um I've walked both both sides of um the spectrum of the of the single parenting uh, because I I also felt like a single parent even in being being married, and I know some people that that may know me and and was involved and in my life at that time will think, well, how is that possible? But it's um and I'll I'll, I'll speak more a little bit about that as we get into the show, but um, we want to hear from you guys as well. And, and Rodney and I were talking about this topic, and it came from um, a video that I ran across that really touched me in, in, in many ways. Um, one, because, and, and I'm going to try to find the video again. I had some trouble finding it, and then I did find it for for uh, my cousin Tasha, who's here with me tonight, and and um, I wanted her to see it as well last night, just to to get a feel of what what I was able to see and see what her thoughts were about it as well. But this was a a single mother who kind of just um, kind of just she let it go on social media, and what was interesting is that. It was her truth, and like she said, and and I, I would admit initially I thought, wow, this may not be the place to do this. However, after hearing more of it, I was able to realize, you know what, however she needs to get it, however she needs to do it, because some parents choose the other route. They do choose to hurt their kids, and I don't think this mother would, would have but she certainly said, I'm, it's possible, basically. I, I feel like I can at this point. And so she walked out of the house, and she left them in the house, and, and this, was her out, this was her outlet. This Social media was the way that she um, got it off of her, got it out of her. So a couple of things was interesting. One, you know, her, her method of delivery, and it was another important thing that she said, I tried – to talk to my friend about it last night, about how she was feeling. And so that's another thing I want us to talk about, Rodney, is I think people do cry out for help. However, um, they cry in a way that sometimes people are not able to hear because I think a lot of times we do this uh, 
implied talk. Like we say things without saying things. We say things just a little bit, and we want people to grab a hold of it and figure out what we need. And so especially in my line of work that I'm doing now, that is so not the way, and I'm guilty of that. I've I've been there, done that, and still working on it to a degree. But I think if she had said, you know, if she had said some of the things that she said that on social media when she really had to let it go, her friend might would have heard her and, and been able to help her the night before. Um, so, number one, I think we really need to ask for what we need. Um, I saw, I think I said that the last Monday we were on, I was watching a show, and I, in one of the things, this, this young lady, it was about dating, and she didn't have kids, and she was kind of just all over in life, and she decided to go to see a therapist, and then she decided she wasn't going to go after she got there. She wanted to leave, but she turns around and asks, what is the one thing that you tell everybody that seems to help them? Um, and he says, to, to find out what you want and be brave enough to ask for it. And I think that's a that's one of the greatest lessons that we can learn, um, especially when we need help, when, and especially with with parenting. So this show is, is is first of all, I guess Rodney wishes we should say it's it's in no way to bat to, to bash men, um, in any way because we're gonna we're gonna do the same when it comes when when Father's Day come around because. We have a lot of, or many, single fathers, fathers who are raising their children alone. So we're going to talk about the struggles that they go through as well. So we're just going to start there, that this is in no way to bash men. Um, but we just kind of want to let this be an outlet. You know, it's maybe a mother not listening tonight, but just as this mother, she had her time and she may be on there. She may decide not to speak out, but to go searching. And she may find this show. And I think one of the most important things is another important thing is to know that you're not alone. You're not alone in single parenting, um, mothers and fathers. And to be brave enough, ask to ask for what you need, and even sometimes what you want. I just want a night out. I just want a, a night by myself. Be brave enough. To ask, so um, lots to give on it, Rodney, and, and we'll we'll take it from there. I'll throw it back at you, and we'll get it started. Well, um, I, I remember when you when you when you talked to me about that um, about that story, um, and I think either that night or the next day, I think I saw it on um, I think I saw it on Facebook. Um, somebody had posted it. And being being a teacher, being somebody who works in the school, um, I think uh, I think a lot of times children uh, cry out, Tammy, um, mm-hmm. especially in the school because they come from all different walks of life. They come from so many different backgrounds, and unfortunately we can't take those kids home with us and we don't know what those kids are dealing with. And so when we come, so when they come to school, we only can go by what we see. And then there may be a few things about their personal lives that we know, but we don't know to the extent that they know, and we don't know the impact that 
those things have had or are having on them. And I think it's very important um, what you said, number one, we need to learn how to verbalize and just be direct and be specific when we're when we're asking for things or when we need things, even when we want things. And the person on the receiving end needs to listen with understanding. Even if you cannot help the person financially or, um, you know, they need materialistic things, maybe you can't help them with that. But we we can offer, we can always offer wisdom if you have it now. We can't offer that. That does not cost anything, but it is worth more than everything. And we have to remember that there's a reason why we have knowledge. There's a reason why we have had certain experiences And those are the things that we can always offer to people. And so because of that, we have to get out of, you know, this judgmental mentality because we don't understand people's struggles. We don't understand their testimony. We don't understand what people have been through. And so if children carry the burdens that they do and they're only five years old or eight years old, or 15 years old. How heavy are those burdens when those same five and 10 year olds become 20 year olds and 30 year olds? And now they those burdens were never lifted. Their problems were never dealt with. And so now they have years of just baggage. And now those people are sharing that baggage with their children. It becomes just a vicious cycle. And I think that's why we have to be compassionate. We have to try to offer our understanding to people. It doesn't mean that you will uh, say yes if they ask you for something. It doesn't mean that you will give them what they are looking for, what they want. But it should help us deal with people differently. And I think that's a huge part of the problem and why we as a society are the way we are today. Um, Because you would think in 2018 we'd be much further removed from racism and much further removed from hatred and much further removed from broken homes and broken families. But we're not because we seem to think with a selfish mentality. We seem to, you know, think in terms of what's convenient for me or what's beneficial for me instead of, well, let me try to understand where this person is coming from. You know, when we talk about parenting, why do people parent the way that they parent? Why do mothers deal with their daughters the way that they do um, uh, differently than the way that they deal with their sons. Why do we raise girls the way that we do? Why do we raise boys the way that we do? Why do men and women have different parenting styles? Is it because of their gender 
or is it because of how they were raised? Is it because of the experiences that they've had? I think that we need to, again, try to figure out not necessarily what we are looking at, but what is behind or what is underneath what we're looking at. Because I think I've said this before, um, but my last pastor, one thing that he used to say was, what you see is not real. It's what you can't see that's what's real. Tammy? Um, You guys, I was able to find the video, and I just shared it to my page. I was going to try to add a little bit to it um, just so that our guests or people that are not listening know that we are on and that our show tonight was inspired by that show, but I'll do that. But I did just post it to the page, and Rodney, I'll tag you on it the next time. I'll I'll do it here again shortly. But just to kind of piggyback off of what – I'm sorry, I think I'm playing it. Oh, my gosh, we probably should have played it, huh? I probably need permission to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I did it from my phone. Um, Understanding, I think a couple – just to go back for those of you who may not be a single parent um, and have friends that are single mothers, um, sometimes people don't necessarily have want you to do anything. Sometimes they just want to know you hear and you understand. And right, and I think you said that word like you hear them and you understand. And it's and it's because some of us may not be in a position to give financially or um, you know do these this grand thing. But 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 certainly we can say hey. Sometimes a trip to Walmart, I mean, Sonic, Burger whatever, Starbucks, just sometimes an hour. Hey, why don't you just, just go here, just go get you a soda, just go walk around the store alone. Just be you, just do you for a minute. Just be whoever, Be don't be a mom, just be who you are. Just be a woman, be the person that you are. So sometimes just know that an ear Sometimes when we when we are talking to people, we don't listen. We talk too much or at the wrong time. Um, sometimes, again, the person just wants to know, I just want somebody to hear me. I just want an adult conversation. And so it's, it's also important to know that this her children at the time, and I don't know if people got this or heard this, because there was a lot of, of uh, negative talk. There was some positive as well. There were people like saying, you know, well, why does she have all these kids anyway? But you don't know. She could have had a husband. The husband could be deceased. Anything could have happened. Anything. Um, and to me, that was not that was not important at that time. We have a mom who's saying, I'm tired and I'm afraid I could hurt them right now. I love them. I feel bad about feeling like this and all of these things. And people are judging her, they're being negative, but if she does something to the kids, now we want to say, well, she was crazy and she should have asked and she should have did this. So it's, again, here we are. We we don't know what we want from people. We we say they should do this, but when they do it, we condemn and we judge them for the way that they decided to ask for help. And my response was, and I don't know this, this young lady. I wish, I wish I could talk to her. I wish I could give her 
a, a, a night of, of free care, but I'm sure she wouldn't be, and she shouldn't because she doesn't know me, and she talked about that as well because some people are commenting on her live video. You know, you could take them somewhere for 72 hours, no questions asked. You could drop them off, and she was like, I'm not going to just drop my kids off because I don't know these people. So she is, she is, you can tell that she is a concerned, a good mom. And so my response was nothing but love and respect for you because, I can't say that I would have been that strong strong enough to do it the way she did it. And she said, this is my truth today. This is who I am. This is how I feel. In spite of me being a mother who loves her kids, my words, this is how she feels. It's her truth. So who are we to condemn? Who are we to judge? And and granted, you can you can have a husband today. And have your three kids and think that your life is grand and you could lose your, your husband tomorrow. And you are mm-hmm. now a single parent. And you are now a yep. single parent. So, um, it's so much and I'll and one more thing before I turn it back over to you, Rodney. Another thing that I thought was a beautiful moment and it spoke to me again about her character. Um the the father um, I don't know of which which kid or kids or whatever doesn't really matter. He shows up, and, and and she never said it was the father, but her the the, the between the conversation I guess she was having live with with someone, and they they made the comment. Um, I can't think of his name, but um, he's there or something. And she said, "Yeah, he showed up. I gotta give him that." And when he shows up, he doesn't show up in a negative manner. He it show he shows up. I'm just I'm just here to help. Where are they? He gives her a hug, and to me, it was special because there was two there was there was several ways she could have responded. She's already angry. She's probably been up for a while because the kids were sick. So she's probably been nursing them, trying to work, trying to take care of herself, trying to cook, cleaning, and all of that with no help. And so she's just saying, why do we have to, why don't we ever get a break? Why don't we get to go and do what we need to do without having to find a babysitter? Why don't we get to just go off for seven months and and not, you know, do this and do that? So, yes, that is an issue. But I give this man credit. He showed up and he took over. And they didn't Mm. fight. They didn't fuss. He took care of the need right then. So he had seen this live video as well, and he must have dropped everything and came over. And, again, you guys, sometimes as single mothers, single parents, again, we don't ask for the help that we need. And sometimes we don't ask because we feel, well, you're the father, you should know. Or you're the mother, you should know. But sometimes we can portray that we got it, so we, I got this. I don't need your help. I don't want your help. And sometimes our language, body language, verbal language says different from what our heart really knows we need. And our ego gets in the way, our pride gets in the way, and then one day all hell breaks loose in your life. And not just your life, the life of your children. Because it's so important that you know whatever you go through and your child sees you going through, like Rodney started out, your child is going to have to deal with that in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And usually it's later in life because your life is their perception. It's how they, how, what they get to perceive life as. 
whatever you do, however you see it, however you feel it, however you respond to it, react to it, they are looking at you. They, they are going to mimic you. I remember seeing this young man, and they knew what he was going to say because apparently he did it before, and they was like, show, show mama or whoever how daddy plays golf. He swings the golf and he misses it, and he goes, oh, blank, because that's what dad says. So he just, I mean, <laughs> so they look at us, they know. And they mm-hmm. also learn how to, how to deal with things, how to deal with life, how not to deal with life. We Parents or whomever is, is, is raising these children, you are your child's teacher, more so than the teachers should be. I'll say should be more so than the teachers that we send them to every day. You should be your child's greatest teacher. Back over to you, Rodney. Tammy, why do you think the, the father showed up? You know, from 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 what from what I could tell just from the video without knowing him, I think it was genuine concern for her and those kids at that moment. It was it was it was a beautiful thing to see to me. That was just my perception of it. Now that could just be because I'm at a different phase in my own life. Because again, I think sometimes we see. No, I won't say sometimes. Most of the time. We see people and we see the world as we are. It may be a little bit more of that in us, and it could be a lot of us. And depending on what's in us is how we see it, how we judge it. Um, So I think that he genuinely, because to see it and not be, if a father, if a brother sees that, if a friend guy sees that and not show up, something's wrong. They would have to really question who they are because this girl to me was truly crying out for help. So I think it was genuine concern for her and for those babies because he he hugged her. He said a little bit, and he went, where are they? He went right in to get them. And so I think genuine concern. So do you think that – do you think that – Sometimes we, um, I guess, maybe offer our opinions on parents too soon or too quickly, meaning we we assume that because he wasn't there from the beginning or he wasn't there the whole time, we automatically think negative things about him. I, th- I think I think so. I think um, we don't we don't consider without um, we don't consider someone's. Um, I'm gonna say this: we don't consider without expectation. I guess, and I'm not saying that people people should get a free ticket or a free pass based on what has happened to them, but again. How, what, going back to what you said earlier, most of most of us, many of us, the majority of us, we didn't get to see it all right. A lot of a lot of adult young young parents, um, and I was a young parent. 
and 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 I'll tell you guys again that it was by the grace of God because I didn't I didn't have what it what it took to be the kind of parent um, Brandon needed. Like it was by it was prayer. It was a lot of faith, even when I didn't know I needed it. I mean, I wasn't so crazy enough to know to, to not be able to say, God, I don't know about this. What's, you know? And so we come broken. We, we walk into being parents, male or female, mother or father. We walk into that role um, with such um, – Bondage, I should say, such with, with such brokenness, and so yes, I think we do judge a little bit too soon, but I also think we forget too soon. We forget our struggles, we forget our woes, we forget how much we didn't know, how much we didn't get right. We become self righteous, and and we just forget. You know, women. A lot of women said some bad things. On, on you know negative things, but if if they will be honest, some point along the way they may not feel exactly like she did, but they've had some bad thoughts. Like man, what what if you are a single mother? If you are a mother, period, because it is hard as hell to 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 try to get this thing right. It is hard. So I think yeah, Rodney, to answer your question, we do. We we judge too soon um, instead of jumping in and saying, listen, bro, or listen, my sister, I know what you're going through. I've been there. I've done that. Or my friend's been there. Or my mom's been there. Something, something in our lives, in our lives has happened to allow us understanding for someone else or, or a different uh, perspective to someone else or just a hug. Without judgment, because like I said, may not be you today, but nobody is promised tomorrow. So if you're married and you got your, you know, you got your good guy and he comes home, he's not promised to you tomorrow. And now you are that single mama. So what were, what would you do, or what would you need, and what would you want from people if you were in her shoes? So to answer your question, yes. I think it's interesting that you that that, that um you know you brought up how how tough it is um for single for single mothers single fathers um and and I believe um there are still far more single mothers out here than single fathers but um you know we don't want to omit the single fathers either because we do know that there are some out there um who are trying to keep it together um but I've, I've I've heard people uh, make the same comment, even when both parents are in the home, and even when both parents are active. Like, if it's still hard for two parents to to be there and to support their children. Um, to take care of their children, to raise them, to, like you said, try to get it right. If it's difficult for two people to do that, then we can only imagine how much harder it is for one person to do that. And then, you know, 
sometimes you might be a single mother of more than one child. And that's even more difficult because now you have multiple personalities that you're trying to deal with. And um, I'm going to talk about my own personal situation for, for a few minutes here. Um, so my, my parents say that, you know, that they were, that they were together, um, (laughs) after I was born, I just have no recollection of it. So I must've been too young to remember. Um, but from what I do remember, um, and clearly they had to get together after me because, you know, I have a sister who's younger than me, but that's besides the point. But I remember my mother being a single mother of four kids um, growing up, four kids now. And my mother was making minimum wage or somewhere close to it. She was only making like $4 and some change. And we're talking about in the 80s and the 90s. She's making $4 and some change per hour. And, you know, she's working the 40 hours a week. And to my knowledge, there was either very little Um, money coming in from my dad or none at all, or there may have been gaps in there. I'm I'm not exactly sure. But what I do remember is we struggled and we struggled so badly that we could not live on our own. It wasn't like it was my mom and her four kids and we're living in our own apartment or our own house. It wasn't like that. Because we, my mom cannot afford to take care of us on her salary, um, we ended up living with my grandmother. And I remember um, at one point there were 16 of us living in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom duplex. I mean, it was really tight up in there. And my grandmother had her own room. <laughs> and so um I spent a lot of my childhood sleeping on the on the love seat. Uh, because, you know, in our in our house you you know you 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 fell down <laughs> wherever you could find a spot, even if it was just a corner. Um and so I remember that. You know, I remember the struggle being so bad that, you know, here's my grandmother, um, one of her daughters, her four kids, another daughter, her four kids, and her boyfriend, another aunt, her two kids, and one of her sons. And all of us are packed into this one place. And I remember now growing up angry going back to the the point that I was making earlier. I remember growing up angry. But the problem was when I was growing up, I did not know that I was angry. And two, I didn't know what I was angry about, or at least I couldn't verbalize it. I couldn't explain it. But when I got older, it, it all made sense to me why I acted the way that I did growing up why I behaved the way that I did, why I made the decisions that I did growing up, and it was because I was angry. I was angry because I didn't understand why I had to be poor. 
I was angry because I didn't understand why, you know, I'm sleeping on a love seat instead of on a bed. I was angry because, you know, I didn't understand, like, you know, why, why did, you know, why did I have to be the one, you know, living with the family with the roaches and, uh, you know, everything in the apartment is falling apart and, you know, why, you know, why we had to be the kids that, you know, back to school, we couldn't go to Foot Locker, we had to go to Payless, you know, and I remember like seeing my dad a few times a year, I didn't see him a lot, but I remember seeing him a few times a year, and my dad has all this name brand stuff, and like my dad like has his own house, has his own, uh, has his own house, and you know, he's always showing me all this money, and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, you're living the good life, and we here struggling, you know, and and, and I, but I didn't realize the impact that had on me growing up as a kid, and you know, I remember starting out in school, and, and I started school very young. I started school when I, I started kindergarten when I was four, so I was always younger than everybody. And I remember, like, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, I remember having, like, this love for school, mostly kindergarten and first grade. I, I, like, I, I had this just passion for school. And even though it was a tight space, I always found a place to, like, do my homework, you know, when I was a little kid. But I remember, like, after third grade, um, I just didn't care anymore. And that's a bad place to be when you're like seven. But it was like the only, it was like nobody cared that I was, you know, doing my homework. Nobody cared that I was, you know, um, making the honor roll. Like, like it, 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 it just wasn't a big deal. And so I took on that attitude. And because of that, you know, I stopped doing my homework. I stopped paying attention to class. I stopped turning in my, my assignments. Um, I went from being that kid who was, like, focused and, you know, always raising his hand to the kid who was now, like, trying to give the teachers a hard time and, you know, sit in the back of the class and crack jokes and things like that. And I realized now that was the only way I got attention growing up. And so... As a child, I sought attention that I was never going to get. But I didn't know how at that age to be okay with it. Like as an adult now, I'm okay with, you know, I'm okay with sitting in the house by myself for hours or, you know, maybe even a day or two, like, you know, or however long is necessary. I'm okay with that. But I didn't know how to be okay with myself as a kid because of my circumstances. And so I've never been a single parent, but um, what I will say to, to everyone is when you are dealing with people, try to understand where they're coming from. Because the solution in school was suspend them. Give him detention. Put him in in-school suspension. Call his mother. That was that was the, the solution. It wasn't, okay, let's discipline him, but let's also try to find out where this behavior is coming from. 
And I think that we need to start doing that with children, and I think that we need to start doing that with adults. When you think about that woman, uh, Tammy, in that video, it's easy to say, ooh, she is wrong. She should never feel that way. Those are her kids. She's a bad mom. She should never look at it that way. Because if you've never been a parent, then don't speak on it. If you've never been in, 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 in that woman's predicament, then leave it alone. Because I can tell you, parents, a lot of parents regret, or not regret, but a lot of parents don't look forward to the summer <laughs> when they have their kids. A lot of parents don't look forward to school being closed because of bad weather. Exactly. And so, you know, while it's easy to look at this woman and be like, ooh, she's so wrong, like, okay, why is it that your kids are with grandma every weekend? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we 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 have to we have to understand that words and actions come from somewhere. And I see we have a caller, but I'm gonna turn it back over to you, Tammy. Um and uh I'll let you pick up there um and either um uh, go from there or bring our call in. You you know what, Ronnie? What, two things, and we can bring our call in. Um, you know about going, just going back to right back to what you said about the mom. Even with the dad, no matter what he's been before that moment, no matter if he's been absent. And I'll say this: I think there are, there are many more fathers who try to be there for their kids who want to be there um and they 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 get such a hard time because and not not saying anything about this mother because again that's that's not the issue here but we're talking about single single parenting um i just let me say this if you have a father if your children's father wants to be in their life He's attempting. I don't care if he's not buying shoes. I don't, whatever. If he has his time and his love to offer, then you should allow it. You should allow it. He, if he is not putting those kids in danger in any kind of way, you should allow him to have a relationship with his or her father, period. So even with the guy, and, and you guys, it, it's, it's easier to say for sure, but we have to start doing. We have to start doing. So if this guy showed up at this time, if that's what it took for him to say, you know what, let me get over here right now. I have to give him, we have to give him credit for that. And whatever he does after that, we're going to meet him there. If he goes right back to where he was, wherever that was before that, we don't know. Then he is, he is, we deal with that on that day, but kudos to him for showing up. Kudos and anger, you guys. Rodney brought up anger. Anger and fear, in my opinion, are the most dangerous things that we can deal with. Pride, ego, of course, comes with it. I've, I've heard where they say anger is one letter away from danger. To me, that is just not a coincidence to me. Mm. An angry person will say and do things 
that they will regret for the rest of their life. I'm reading the the best of Super Soul Sundays right now, and it's said in there, if you find yourself angry, allow yourself 90 seconds before you respond in word or in action that it takes typically 90 seconds for your for the emotions or all that stuff in your body that happens when you're angry to come back to its place. So if you just give it time, then your response or your action may be a bit different. So anger can fix nothing, but it can destroy everything. It can destroy a relationship because you might say or do something that you can't take back. And so just keep that in mind. And for those single parents, again, your children are watching. They are learning how to do this life. So let's take our caller. Let's see here. Okay, caller from area code 404 with the last four digits of 1037. Caller, you're on the air with us. Thank you for calling in. Hey, Sam, how you doing? Rodney, how you doing? I'm fine. I'm good, bro. How are you, man? I'm blessed, brother. I can't complain. No need to to hear, man. Get to hear. (laughs) Tell me, uh, why you stepping on my toes over here? You just said what I was about to say. Um, But let me me go back and say um, (laughs) I hope everybody's having a blessed night. You know what I mean? And uh, that something that somebody said or did made a difference in your life today. Uh, what I want to talk about, Tammy, is I, I watched the video, you know, and, uh, you know, my heart goes out to the young lady, you know what I mean, what she's going through. Um, it is hard. It's very hard for someone um, to raise kids, any kid. It's hard. And what makes it harder is when um, – a person doesn't know the mindset or your mindset. Um, I'm going to touch on a couple topics here. You know, I'll probably be all over the place, but, you know, I'm kind of trying to wrap it up so you can get, like, a, a little a gist of where I'm coming from. Um, first of all, I noticed when she was talking, she said she had a one-year-old and she had a two-year-old. So right there tells me there that there was no planned pregnancy in that initiative. Because the babies are back to back. Um, not saying that she's wrong for that. Not saying that the father's wrong for that. But <laughs> there was no, you know, probably no plan for that. So if you, if you put too much on a plate, it's going to overspill. You know what I mean? At any given time. So I think they both had a little too much on their plate. Um, she is right about when a guy decides to leave the home. Um, that the babies are there stuck with the with the mother. She is right about that in some cases, um, because the society we live in have given women this this thing uh, called uh, child support. Um, there's not a father in the home that you can get some support. We can help you with this money over here. We can garnish it from his wages. So in a lot of ways, it's made to keep the guy outside the home. Well, there is no structure coming from a father in the home. It's just a mom. So we're going to pay you to do that. You know what I mean? We're going to pay you and give you this money to keep the father outside the home. 
so that he can't raise children. They, they, the little boys can't be taught how to be men, but they get get the knowledge from the street and on how to be in gangs and how to, you know, carry guns and do those things that they wouldn't normally do had they been directed as far as he. Um, so, to me, it, it's, it's a, there's a lot that that has something to do with uh, with uh, this situation. Uh, for another thing, dealing with the young lady, I think it was it was big of, of, of the kid's father to show up. You know what I mean? He didn't drag her in the mud and try to you know discriminate on the name or anything or be angry with her. He gave her a hug and he wanted to console her. You know that's that's all fine and good. You know, but, you know what about some fathers? You know that are out there that want their kids. The moms are just using them for meal tickets, um, just to get some child support. You know, the kids are dressed dressed down in 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 all the latest Goodwill gear, while the mamas wearing red bottoms. You know, uh, Louis Vuitton. Uh, and, you know, and I see this. I mean, at my barber shop on a daily basis. You know. What about the fathers that want to be a part of the children's lives, you know, that has a job, who's willing to work and take care of the kids, but because they're not with the mom anymore, the mother don't want that. She don't want him to be a part of the kids' lives because he's not a part of her life. You know what I mean? And so they take it out on the kid, and the kid suffers because the man's not allowed to, to be that father kid in the lives. You know what I mean? There is never any excuse to harm a child, you know what I mean? Especially your own, but any child, period. I don't care how much stress, how much hurt, whatever that you're under, you know what I mean? Always remember that that's an innocent child that didn't actually be here, you know what I mean, that came because of, 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 of your win or sin, whichever one you want to look at it, which one you want to look at it. But that's how that child came to be here. So there's never any excuse to say, well, I'm going to hurt or I could hurt one of them. That shouldn't even cross your mouth. Like, you shouldn't be, just like, you know, cussing out mama wasn't even a second thought. Right. That that right there. You know, cussing out grandma wasn't a second thought. Hey, Bo, let me stop, Bo, let me stop you for a minute. So, right there, do you, so you're saying that, it, I want to make sure I understood you right, that that should not have crossed your mind or it's, what what did you mean? No, I, I'm I'm saying that harming her children should have never crossed her mind. I don't think that. But you, but and you, this is personally me. That's a, that 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 is a um. I, I know what you're saying, but but considering with with and this is for single moms and fathers when. When when you're single, everything <clears throat> is on you. You think about the financial strain, and I'm just saying single from the standpoint of not having some consistent support. Because at one point, I probably in my life I would have said the same thing. She's she's crazy um, to think that, um, but I understand her and how she could get to a point where she may even say later, "Man, I can't even believe." But when you when all of it comes tumbling down on you, um, and I think a lot of it just from that video may have had to do with two sick kids. So she probably had been up all night doing whatever and trying to fit everything in. And you can get to a point where 
you lose sight. You lose. You lose it. You just you, you cannot and you you cannot take any more. And so, I'll, what I what I think happens what I give what I just see here was she was able to step away where so many parents. Like we had an incident here in Memphis. This young girl went to school with Brandon. Like she was, she graduated with Brandon, and she killed her kids. One of them was able to get away, but you you can get to that point like where you don't know, you don't have, you just lose it. Like I I recently talked to a young lady who years and years ago, kind of off the subject because she was not a single parent, but she was so out and so brokenhearted and so over everything, she was ready to take her life. She does not remember any of that. She And so I just commended her for that, that mother for stepping out, leaving them kids in there saying, I got to get away because I can't take it no more. And what's yeah, that I commend about it. I, it's I said that. Say that again. I mean, me? I understood. I said I understood that part. You know, if, if you remember when I first came on, I said I understand. You know, what I'm saying how she feels, but, but personally, you know, just my train of thought. You know, what I'm saying I could never fix my mouth to say that I would, you know, hurt my kid. You know, what I mean, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fix my mouth to say I hurt any kid. You know what I mean? And that's just me. That's just the compassion that I have in my heart for kids. You know what I mean? By being a kid that had been abused at such a young age, you know what I mean, it curved me, you know what I mean, to the point to where I love kids, anybody kids. You know what I mean? And a lot of times in my shop, uh, moms would come in and they'll be like, hey, is it all right if I leave him here? I got some things I need to do. I got to run around his that. And I'm babysitting four or five kids. That ain't none of mine. You know what I mean? Why do you get a haircut? All the time I do it. You know what I mean? Because I know what it's like to need a break. I know what it's like to, to not have somebody there on your – and Pastor will tell you, 90% of the women that come in the South are single mothers. You know what I mean? That's the reason why they're bringing the kids to the South and not the father. You know what I mean? So a lot of times they're ripping and they're running and, they, you know, they're trying to, you know, add it up to this and the other. You know what I mean? And I do look out for them, them, them ladies and watch their kids till they get back. You know, and I don't take the prices up on them or price gals or whatever you want to call it. I don't do that because I know it's hard. You know, it's hard. It's very hard. You know what I mean? You got four, five kids. You know what I mean? And, and man, you got three three boys. Then you got to get two girls. If you don't know how to do hair, you got to get somebody to do two hair for the girls. And then you got to get somebody to do the three boys. But, you know what I mean? So that's like eighty or $100 every two weeks trying to keep your kids you know, looking like something going to school. And I know it's rough, you know. But like I said, you know, um, I sympathize with her. You know, I sympathize with her. But, you know, it's big that she was able to, you know, shoot the video and, you know, just talk about how she felt. Because a lot of people, like you said, do do things. And we like, why did she do that? And we never know why they did. You know, at least she reached out, you know what I'm saying, to social media and, you know, asked for, you know, was kind of basically telling you, what she was going through, you know, and I, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with, with, with social media and how we depict things. You know, people will sit around and say, well, how can she feel like that? And how can she think like that? And how can she just not see that? You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and then on the other hand, 
uh, it's readily accessible in some other forms of of of, of life. You know what I mean? Like, um, but life, I don't understand how 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 you can say, well, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go in here and do this, that, and the other, blah, 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 and you go through with it. And then when it's done and over with, you say, well, I love it. I can't understand that because if you love them, I mean, what made you go through with that that transaction? I just don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I couldn't harm a child looking up at me, you know what I'm saying? It's innocent, defenseless, just, I would feel like the worst monster in the world. You know what I mean? Regardless of if I'm stressed out, regardless of if I'm angry, regardless of all that, I would really think something mentally would have to be wrong with me to, to accomplish that feat. There's no feeling, no emotion, no nothing. You know? But like I said, I do understand, you know, in her video, I understand that. You know? But I just think that if we had more more men allowed to be in, 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 in the home or allowed to be with the moms, you know what I'm saying, raising the kids. Or you ain't even got to be with the mama, but allowed to raise their kids. There would be less of this. You know what I mean? I get my kids every week. You know what I mean? I get my kids every week. I'm only supposed to have my kids twice a month. You know what I mean? My kids' mama talks to me. She's like, hey, boy, I can't do it no more. I need you to get down. She needed a break. Now, there was a time when I had to take her to court to see my kids. But it's twice a month. You know what I mean? Because I was one of the fathers that want to be in his kid's life. I want to be in my kid's life. I mean, because we're not together anymore doesn't mean I don't want to be there for my kids. I want to be there for my kids. I want to know what they're doing in school. I want to know when they're doing this, when they're doing that. <clears throat> I want to be there when it's the fifth grade time. I want to be there, <clears throat> excuse me, if he decides to play the horn in the band. I want to hear him play the horn. He want to play football. I want to be there when he put on the pad. I want to be there. You know what I mean? Because we need together again. Don't mean that I actually have the you know responsibility of being, you know of being a father to my kids. Well, she wasn't doing it. She didn't want to hear no. Hey, Bo, let, you know? let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Um, what what do you think that your being that you are the father to, and I will we'll call it I guess what it is a single mother. Like she's she's labeled because there's not a man in the home as a single mother. What do you think that mm-hmm. her greatest challenge is? Being that you get them so so much, what what do you think mm-hmm. her greatest challenge is? Well, right now, to me, her greatest challenge um, uh, would be um, finance. I, I think that. You know, she 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 works. I think maybe two to three jobs. So her greatest challenge is not enough money to do what she to live like a certain lifestyle that she wants to live for herself. So, um, in doing so, to gain I guess more financial stability, she gave up. She gave up her two weeks, basically. You understand what I'm saying? And was just like, hey, you keep them every weekend. You know what I mean? I got to work over here. And if I ever need you after hours, you can get them then too. You know what I mean? So now my kids see more of me than they do of her. Because when they're home with her, 
she's at work or she's working. You know what I mean? Um, they just there to go to school on the weekends, every weekend. I got it. You know, so I think her greatest challenge, like I said, is not being where she wants to be. So she's forced to to work three jobs or, you know, two jobs and try to do her own business thing or whatever. You know what I mean? But this is hey, Rodney. I'm going to I'm going to jump back in here real quick. Um, there were there were two stories um, when Tammy uh, mentioned doing this show. There were two stories that came to mind, and um, I, I think now is like a perfect time to read one of them. Um, and it comes from First Kings, the third chapter, the 16th verse through the 28th verse. And it says, One day two women came to King Solomon. And one of them said, Your Majesty, this woman and I live in the same house. Not long ago, my baby was born at home, and three days later, her baby was born. Nobody else was there with us. One night, while we were all asleep, she rolled over on her baby, and he died. Then, while I was still asleep, she got up and took my son out of my bed. She put him in her bed. Then she put her dead baby next to me. In the morning when I got up to feed my son, I saw that he was dead. But when I looked at him in the light, I knew he wasn't my son. No, the other woman shouted, he was your son. My baby is alive. The dead baby is yours, the first woman yelled. Mine is alive. They argued back and forth in front of Solomon until finally he said, both of you say this live baby is yours. Someone bring me a sword. A sword was brought, and Solomon ordered, cut the baby in half. That way each of you can have part of him. Please don't kill my son, the baby's mother screamed. Your majesty, I love him very much, but give him to her. Just don't kill him. The other woman shouted, go ahead and cut him in half. Then neither of us will have the baby. And so Solomon said, don't kill the baby. Then he pointed to the first woman. She is his real mother. Give the baby to her. When I read this, it makes me think about doing what is best for your kids, even if that means letting them go. We have to, um, we have to learn as parents that Sometimes the the best thing for us to do might be the hardest thing for us to do. And so here you have a woman who knows that this is her baby. She gave birth to this baby. But because somebody else was willing to lie and steal her child, she was forced to make a decision, and that was, do I allow this baby, obviously if you cut the baby in half, he's going to die, do I allow him to be harmed, or do I make a sacrifice and say, you know what, I know that he's my child, but to keep him from being hurt, I will just give him away if, if that's what it takes. And so if you are a parent, especially if you're a single parent, doesn't matter. You have to be willing to do whatever it is 
for your child, for the better of your child. Now, granted, we know that him going with this woman who clearly has already lied and, 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 and tried to steal the baby may not necessarily be a good thing, but the mother saw that it was better than the other option, which was death. Right. So that this baby at least had a chance, so that this baby had an opportunity the mother made a difficult decision, and, and she was rewarded for the decision that she made. So, parents, don't be afraid to let go if you see that it is necessary or that it is time. Tammy talked about, you know, trying to get it right as a parent. Be okay with saying, hey, this is the right thing to do. Even though it's not what I want to do, it's the right thing to do. Let's say the 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 the, the father, because um, and I can't remember if we touched on this, Tammy, but let's say the father in that video shows up, and the mother instead of receiving that says, "Well, you haven't been here all this time. I don't need you now," because we've seen that where people will complain. Or people will express their feelings And then the moment Their blessing comes Or there's some relief Or there's an answer They don't want it So learn how to Accept what is in front of you Even if It's not what you want Do what is best for your child I'm going to share this too. Going back to my own personal story, my own personal childhood. One of the best things that ever happened to me was my mother putting me out of her house at the age of 12. One of the best things that ever happened to me. And I remember how it all went down. I remember my mom Saying to my dad right in front of my face If you want him You can have him because I don't want him anymore I remember that conversation No one had to tell me that Because I heard it with my own ears And While most people Probably would have held on to that And have a grudge I didn't Because as I got older and I saw how things were shaping out in my life. I knew that it wasn't my mother who did that, but it was it was the Lord. It was meant for me to leave at that time. It was meant for me to, 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 to go. It was meant for me to have a different life than the kids I was living with, the kids that I was around. It was meant for me to be different. My mother had nothing to do with that. And so because of that, we don't I don't hold anything against my mom. I'm not mad at my mom. Because I recognize what happened. But now because of that day I was able to turn things around because they had gotten really ugly at that time. 
And now I'm able to be a blessing to my mom, the people who I grew up with, people who I knew at that time, and everybody else. But it was because it was time for me to go and I was let go. Sometimes, please understand, you have to make difficult decisions. And I remember, I don't know if you guys know who Senator Tim Kaine is. He's here in Virginia. But I remember he spoke at my graduation um, from Norfolk State. And he said, would you rather be right or would you rather do right? And I think that's something that we have to keep in mind as we try to parent our kids. Back over to you guys. You know, you, know, you guys, that makes me think about um, when when parents decide to give their kids up uh, for adoption. And, and and I've heard so many things about parents who decide to do that, but I've always thought that's got to be one of the bravest, most selfless things to do, in my opinion. Um, just like I think about what this this young lady did in this video, to know to to know that I cannot give you what you need, regardless of the reason. I want a better life for you. To me, is I don't I don't know. I look at it differently. But but how do we judge those people who say I want you to have a better life than I can give you? whether it's emotionally, financially, whatever, we would rather hold on and sometimes abuse the kid, whether it's emotionally, physically, because abuse comes in, in, in many ways. You know, you can, even with this young lady, sometimes you could get so angry and you can hit your child too hard. You and then and yeah and you go right back and you say I love you but in that moment your anger one word one letter away from danger you allowed your anger to take over and most times the anger comes because we've not dealt with other issues in a timely manner so think of even with that, you know, if we can sit and say whatever about about this lady, but but again, ask yourself, how many times have you spoken too quickly to a child and said something you shouldn't have said, or spanked them harder than you should have, but you know you love them, or you say you do, but again, this young lady said I had to step out. Because I'm there. I'm there, you guys. Hear me. And, again, I say to me that's one of, that's a brave move. Because it could have been the other way around, you guys. She could have let the best, the worst of her get the best of her. And in a, in mm-hmm. a moment, in a moment, allow her anger, her fatigue, her weariness, her lack of understanding of, of that time, she could allow the enemy to take over. Yeah, that's true. And so, you know, just 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 another way to look at it, and that's 
and 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 I, I I say this, you guys, and totally off this subject, but when you can look at someone else's life and their issues and look with eyes that say, what if that were me? But not only that, realize that it could be me. It really could be me tomorrow. You know? Rodney, I remember seeing just recently, and I meant to ask Tamaria about it, but um, and I can't think of this young lady's name, but I met her through you guys. She's the lady that does, the young girl who does the one-woman um, skit, um, Women and Their Issues. Yeah, I know like you're that. talking about. I can't think of her name. And, and yeah. uh, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. I think it is. Is it Morgan? McCoy? Morgan. Okay. She. I don't know if you guys know, but I meant to ask you. Like she, she. I saw her, her career going. Just uh, she was just every time I saw her on Facebook, she was posting. She's speaking here, speaking that, and I saw just a few days ago that her family was in a really bad car accident, and I had not noticed it. I hadn't seen anything from her lately, but this is why that she that they got into a really bad car accident, and she was talking about how how that woke them woke her up, how it just put life in a different perspective for her because you could be this way today, and tomorrow you can lose all your wits. You can lose a limb. You can lose your mind, and what would you do? But what would you want someone else to do for you? And whatever that is, are you doing it for that person that you can help, that you can be mm-hmm. there for? So, I mean, kudos, hats off to single mothers, but hats off to single fathers <laughs> as well. You know, I will jump, and we can I jump Fathers on on uh, Father's Day, we're gonna do this show, but it's gonna be another the other way because we do have, as I said earlier, we do have many men who are playing that role. We have men who are who have wives in the home who are being who really are single dads. We have mothers who have husbands in the home who are single mothers. By the definition of whatever that of what that is, so I mean that's important as well. It's one thing to to, to be there, but it's another thing to be present there, to show up, and and we must learn to show up regardless of the situation. If you t- if you take that role on, that's 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 one reason I just say y'all I can't do this again because mother does not leave my life now as long as I'm alive. And Brandon's alive, I'm a mother. But what am I also if he has children? I'm a grandmother. And then I'm a great-grandmother. So this job never ends for mothers or fathers. It does not end. I can't, I, I can't quit this job or this role. I, I can't. I have some more mothering to do. Hopefully one day I guess for grandkids if that's so if that's their decision I, then I have I have another role to play. So I, I don't know whatever whatever your life I guess we we're here tonight just to encourage not just single moms that's a topic but but fathers who are not in the home to just to just show up and be present. 
to not not allow that that mother to get to the point where that young lady was that night to to show up if they don't ask you ask are you okay? Is it something you need? Is it something you want to do? If you if you need an extra night, you know, can I get the kids for you tonight? And you you go off, and then the women in that man, the woman in that man's life, you got you just got to step back for a minute and let this man be what he needs to be for the sake of his kids, because the best thing any child can get, one of the best things, is to see their mother taken care of, to know that she's taken care of. And and one more thing, this this reminds me, and I shared this story a long time ago when I spoke at one of my first times speaking at the Gandhi King Youth Conference, and this young man, had, he talked about how he was so angry with his mom and he had said some things to her, and he realized he was treating her badly. And he was 13, 14, I think it was at the time. And and I asked him, why? Why do you talk like that to her? Why do you treat her that way? He said, because I wish I could help her. So he was he was acting out in anger because, yes, he loved her for sure, but he also saw that, she had needs that were not being met. And he was angry that he could, as a young man, he could not meet them. But more importantly, guys, I think he's angry with her because you know what? You chose somebody in their little mind that is not here. And now look at us. So it's so much to take into this. So grandparents, you know, nowadays we got these new age grandparents. You'll have you'll have, hear grandparents say now, you know, and I'm talking about they 30, 40 years old. Like they want nothing to do with the kid at all. Nothing. And I'm just saying you should go in and, and take over. Certainly not. Certainly. But it should be at the kids, at the best interest of the kids. And that means taking care, making sure that the needs are met as best we can. And, and, and I mean, again, for the sake of the kids. So, Bo, anything else from you? Um, no, not really. You know what I mean? I mean, you pretty much kind of summed it up. Uh, like, like I said, I, I do too. I, you know, I, like I said, I commend her for reaching out. You know what I mean? Because um, it does get hard. I mean, it really does. I mean, even even with even with you know, two parents sometimes it's hard. You know what I mean? Uh, just depending on how many kids that you you know you have, you know, it's no easy task at all when you start having a family um, to take care of. Um, but like I said, you know, and I still feel that um, it would be a lot better if we went, we, you know, we had it to where we used to have it. Where the fathers were allowed to be fathers in the home, and you know, you know, the way we grew up, um, my dad was dad whether he provided or not. You know what I mean? And if he didn't provide, I still didn't disrespect him. 
You know, I mean, I still respected him as dad. You know, it wasn't wasn't my business. You know, if he didn't put nothing on the table, and Mama did. You know, I still that was still daddy. You know, um, it's not like that anymore. You know, it's turned into a financial aspect now with the kids and and the, and the fathers. You know, um, and it's sad it's like that. You know, I mean, I've 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 hear, heard you know even women say. You know, well, he he tries to be in a kid's life, but you know, it ain't enough for me. You know, he got other kids and this, that, and the other blah blah squad. My child need more than that. You know, so you know he got other kids from somebody else, and because you get maybe two hundred dollars, you want six. You know what I mean? But it's splitting up between the kids. Well, he need to find a better paying job. You know, that's selfish. You know what I mean? It's crazy, but that's the world that we live in today. You know what I mean? And I just, like I said, I hope that, you know, it gets better. You know what I mean? Um, you got like I said, you got super women out there. You know, my wife is a super woman. You, you tell me you're a super woman. You know what I mean? No, she's not a single parent, but most of the time she has our little one. You know, I'm, I'm at work. She has him. She's doing a super job with him. You know what I mean? Look at Brandon. Look what he turned out to be. He did a super job with him. You know what I mean? If y'all could do it. So could they. So could other folks. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm glad she did reach out. But to me, you know, there's never any excuse, you know what I mean, to harm a little one. You know, I always, I when I came up, I was always taught that, you know, the kids were, you know, God, God's little angels. You know what I mean? That it, they left the world early because God called them home, you know, to be angels in heaven. You know, I didn't mean nothing about kids hardly ever died from someone else's hand when I was a kid. You know, it had to have been something that was very, very rare, something that happened, you know, for a kid to die. Now, now they leave it here in in in, in the packs of 12 dozens and droves and stuff, and it's, it's ridiculous. You know? I mean, it's really ridiculous. And I, I look at, you know, the news here in Atlanta, and the three-year-old boy just got killed by a 15-year-old boy. And they had him in the courtroom, and he was smiling at the family, and them folks acted up. They cut up because here it is, boy, you done took a child life shooting unnecessarily and bullets flying everywhere, and you done killed my baby. And now you're going to sit up here in this stand and smile at me? And they're like, it went off enough. They had to restrain everybody. But that's the world that we live in nowadays. They don't have any regard to life. And they're 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 years old with no regard for life whatsoever. You know what I mean? Those kids need a father figure in their lives. You know? It's the design you know plan. What? Design um, plan. You know, but we, we, are, we are in a time where, and if you guys look at these kids today, I just saw a young man today. It was two of them, actually, and they'd gotten off the bus. And they look so lost. They look so lifeless. And I just had to find something to ask him. I just had to say something to him. And so I said, baby, what school do you guys go to? And he said, Cordova High School. And, of course, I knew what area, but I just had to say something. And I wanted it to, the word baby to be at the bottom. I wanted the word baby to be at the bottom. So... <laughs> I'm going to mute 
Bo. So I just, Bo, I muted you because I, I could hear the talking there. So I just, just look at our kids today. And because, like Lonnie said, they're, they're coming from brokenness. Brokenness. We cannot keep up with this world. So you, when, you, when you think a 15-year-old, what Bo just said, a 15-year-old can take the life of a 3-year-old and smile about it. But that's what we're dealing with. So we have issues. We have unresolved issues as parents. And then we become parents and don't know, don't, don't, don't know the first thing about how to do our life, how to do your life. And before we know it, here's another one, another child, and another one. So, yes, there should be some accountability to all of us, but not just mothers. Because, yes, we, we, we carry them. We get pregnant. We carry them for the nine months. But, man, just because we, are, we house the child, it doesn't mean that it, you're not as responsible for this, this child, these children. And it should be so clear to that mother that I am here and I'm going to be here one way or another. I had a guy several years ago try to talk to me while I'm walking at Shelby Farm, and all he had to do was tell me he had four kids that he hadn't seen in about three years. I'll do you can't do nothing for me. You can have a million dollars and a couple of Mercedes out there waiting on you, handing foot somebody to pick you up, drop you off on one side and pick you up on the other. If you okay with not seeing your children in three years, guess what? You'll be okay with getting rid of me in, in, in five years. And there's no way in the world nobody could keep me away from Brandon Gable. I will burn the city down. And that's just that's just how it is. Nobody could have took him from me. And 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 I know where you are. Uh-uh. No. So yeah, ladies, we have a, a responsibility. Choose wisely. And then there's no guarantee. But at least you could say, I made a wise choice. At least not to get pregnant again. Or at least not to get pregnant when you know he comes to you with three kids that he ain't seen in three years. Because the mama won't let him. Really? Well, you don't have time today because you need to find out how to make her let you. I'm not going to hinder that. So we got to be wise about it. Men, when you see a father that's not stepping up, you need to you need to you need to speak up. You need to speak up. Women. We we'll talk about it when we when we get on the men's show, you know. Same with us. When we see a woman who's putting men before her kids and life before her kids, we need to speak up. We need to speak up. We don't need to be at the club and and your child seem like they need more love than that, that like they've never had it. Like they don't know what it is. What like, like they want to spend time with you. You don't need to be at the club with me. You don't need to be at the mall with me. Like Bo said, you you got red bottoms on and your children got goodwill. I mean, I mean something's wrong. 
We're going to be equal in this thing. So I don't know if we, we really touched on, you know, all that we wanted to tonight, Rodney, but I just say to any single parent, the best thing we can do first is learn how to love ourselves. Learn how to love who you are and be willing to change. Let go of your pride. Let go of your ego. Add God to your life. Add prayer to your life. Add silence and meditation to your life. Be true to you so that you can be true to your children. And understand, at some point, when you are, I'm sorry, just comes with the territory, you can't do what everybody else is doing. But we shouldn't want to do that anyway. So, yeah, there's going to be some isolation because you are responsible for someone, and that's just being an adult. That's just taking life as you've decided to make, to, decided to make life. If, if you've chose this, if, and not that we choose it, but if this is your life, if this is your life, single parent. Yeah, I heard about the lady who just got five kids and dropped out and graduated from law school. So it's not what you did, it's what you're willing to do. And if you're willing to endure for a little while, your reward will come. This lady finished law school because she was, she was willing to endure. And now she's shown her kids, five kids, that Hey, mama dropped out. She might have messed up, but guess what? You can you can make this right. Imagine what that will do for her kids to see that she she went for it and she did it. Back over to you, Ryan, as we work to bring it to a close. Absolutely, I think uh, Bo uh, has something to say as we end. I, I noticed that he pressed okay. the number one and pressed it again. Uh, Bo, are you back? Yeah, I'm here. I just go uh, ahead, Bo. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and close out. What are your final thoughts? So my final thoughts is I just want to say good night to y'all. Um, I knew Tammy had to put me on on mute. My son didn't me go home. I had to get them ready to uh, to leave. But um, I just want to say good night to you guys. Kiss my baby for me, Tammy. Both of them. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, right now, you have a good. <laughs> and uh, Rodney, you have a good one. Tell Tamir I say hello. And y'all just will do, brother. Yes, yes. Hey, we appreciate you, man. We definitely appreciate you. I, I think What's she's up? waiting. Hey, 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 Bo. Did you hear Rod? Did you hear huh? about Rodney's news? I don't think you were on the show that night. Did you hear about Rodney's news? Uh-uh. Rodney, you might need so, to share that one more time before we get out of here. Uh, to Mary, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Bo and, and Tasha and anyone else who may not have been on the show a few weeks ago, uh, this coming October we will be expanding by one. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey. What were you going to say? What were you going You go, what? Congratulations, man. That's always good. Hey, we appreciate Congratulations. It. We appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. So we'll definitely have a little one in October. That's good. That's what's up. Tell your wife I said congratulations also. She said thank you with all all two of her eyes closed. 
You sound like grandma. Hey, you sound like grandma. Now, how did that happen? Grandma, you know how that happened. <laughs> 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 so congratulations. Congratulations. And good night to both of you. Hey, we appreciate you, man. Appreciate y'all. Uh, I'm just gonna uh I'm just gonna end with this, uh, Tammy. Um um I think again it's important to to try to understand and and, and like the, the song that we play sometimes uh when we're when we're doing the show, we have to learn how to speak life to people. And we have to learn how to, to be positive even when it doesn't seem like there's anything positive going on. We have to learn how to think positive. We have to learn how to to be positive at all times, not just when it's convenient, not just when things are going well. We have to remember that we are in control, and when we are not in control, to step aside and do what is best for ourselves and for those around us. No, it is not an easy job being a parent. It is not being. It is not an easy job raising children. And believe it or not, um, you know, I, I did experience that for for a few years. Um, you know, when I was married the first time, I was married to somebody who had children, and so. Um, you know, I, 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 for a few years, I was raising children. And, you know, I'm not going to get into a debate about what's, what's more difficult or not, but I can tell you, trying to raise children that you did not give birth to is not always an easy thing. Um, and something else, especially if you don't have grown children yet please understand that you will never stop being their mother you will never stop being their father whether you and dad or you and mom are together or how long y'all are together you will never stop being their parent and for those of you who have support whether you're uh whether both of your parents are still together or if you are a woman and you and your husband are still together raising your children, vice versa, don't take it for granted. Do not take it for granted because there are still a lot of people who just don't have that benefit. And I know a lot of times when we think of parents, um, of one of the parents or both of the parents even, no longer being there. I know a lot of times our mind quickly jumps to infidelity. But sometimes men and women go to work and they just don't make it back home because of violence. You know, think about all the kids who lost their parents, 9-11, those people were just going to work like they did any other day. And now you have children who 
you know, don't have either one or both of their parents anymore. And it was just a normal day until something happened. So don't take for granted if you have both of your parents. Because, again, it doesn't have to be because your daddy decided to go and be with another woman. Your dad could get robbed and killed at a bank trying to cash his paycheck. Anything could happen. And as far as the woman in the video, if you've never been in that predicament, just pray that you never are. Because at some point, people get tired. I know that we 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 are thankful and we are grateful for teachers, but teachers get tired. They go in and they 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 do a great job. They work hard. They do more than just stand up and and teach a class. But they get tired. They get weary. So don't look at teachers and say, I don't know how they could say that to a child. I don't know how they could do that to a child. People get tired. So as you leave this show, I want everybody to just remember that just because it is not your reality doesn't mean that it's not real. Tammy, any announcements before we cut on the music? Um, nothing other than I am truly grateful that I was allowed to see 50, so I turned 50 last Tuesday, and I had the most pleasant, quiet day ever um, and week, so I'm grateful for that. Um, as far as speaking engagements, I, I would like to invite Everyone who's close to Memphis in Memphis, I'm going to be speaking at Nerd Night on May 30th um, here at this place called the Rec Room where they have Nerd Night every last Wednesday of the month. And my topic is, is it's more about communication than you think. So, um, again, just speaking on the importance of communication and how much of our of how much of conflict, circumstances, situations that we go through, how much of it has to do with communication or the lack thereof. So I'm looking for people to come out and support, and I'll have more information on it as we, you know, come closer to that date. But that um, is my news for this month, and then I have a, have a couple of things lined up for August that I'll invite people out to as well. So things are progressing. I'm thankful for that. And other than that, I just want to tell our single moms to um, to just keep your head up one day at a time. Deal with what you can deal with. Love on yourself. And trust God. Pray. Cry when you have to. But know what you need. And be willing to ask. Be brave enough to ask. And the first person to ask is God, your God. 
first person, first first place to go, if that's a better way of put it, putting it. But um, that's that's all I have tonight because it's hard and and you can't do it alone. Can't do it alone. So that's all I have, Rodney. All righty. For those of you who are who are able to 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 be there and support, please do so. Please do so. And to to all of you, um, lovely ladies who will be celebrating uh, Mother's Day this coming Sunday, we hope that it is a a great time for you. We hope that it is a blessed time for you. And um, I know that you know gifts will be given and gifts will be exchanged. But don't necessarily look for that. Um, Just look to appreciate what God has given you and what God has blessed you with and what he has allowed you to do and what he will grant you in the future. And as we close, um, something I just want to remind all of you, and that is, Please remember that you were either a man or a woman and most definitely a human being before you were anybody's mother or father. Have a blessed week. Good night, everybody. But he winds up knocking me 